1971 reviews of Ram. Chris Charlesworth of the Melody Maker. It must be hell living up to a name. You expect too much from a man like McCartney. Rem is so incredibly inconsequential and so monumentally irrelevant, it's difficult to concentrate on, let alone dislike or even hate. John Lanner, Rolling Stone. Ram represents the nadir in the decomposition of 60s rock thus far. It is by now apparent that Lennon held the reins in on McCartney's cutesy pie, florid attempts at pure rock music. Robert Crisco of The Village Voice. Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey, is a major annoyance. I tolerated McCartney's crotchets with the Beatles because his mates balanced them out. If you're going to be eccentric, for goodness sake, don't be pretentious about it. C+. It sounds like the worst piece of light music Paul has ever done. Somehow his lyrics about the joys of the country ring false. Rather than a sense of self-acceptance or pride, I get a feeling of self-pity and self-justification in this country. C-plus. By music so competent, in fact, routine, that it all seems to slip away. On three legs, they do strange and pointless things to the sound of the voice to lighten it up. It doesn't work. He was there to keep McCartney from going off the deep end, and that leads to an album as emotionally vacuous as Ram. With many light jazz overtones, obviously intended as Paul's idea of mellow. The odd thing about it is that within the context of the Beatles, Paul's talents were beyond question. It is by now apparent that Lennon held the reins on McCartney's cutesy pie florid attempts at pure rock music. It all seems to slip away. I thought it was awful. McCartney had better tunes on it. He seems to be dying on the vine as a result of his own self-imposed musical isolation. I don't think there's one good tune on that one who seems to be going straight. McCartney creates music with a fully developed veneer, little intensity, and no energy. This is represented by Uncle Elbert Admiral Halsey, a piece with so many changes it never seems to come down anywhere, and in the places that it does, sounds like the worst piece of light music Paul has ever done. All of which makes it no less easy to deal with this very bad album from this very talented artist. And Monk Bidding Moon Delight is the bore to end Paul repeats a riff for five and a half minutes to no apparent purpose. In this light, Paul has simply proven to be the most vulnerable. He was there to keep McCartney from going off the deep end, and that leads to an album as emotionally vacuous as Ram. All of which makes it no less easy to deal with this very bad album from this very talented And Monkberry Moon Delight is the bore to end all bores. Rather than a sense of self-acceptance or pride, I get a feeling of self-pity and self-justification from this cut. Feelings that are almost masked by music so competent in fact routine that it all seems to slip away. It is by now apparent that Lennon held the reins in on McCartney's cutesy pie, florid attempts at pure rock. 
The odd thing about him is that within the context of the Beatles, Paul's talent would be on question. It's difficult to concentrate on, let alone dislike or even hate. Somehow his lyrics about the joys of the country are being false. Rather than a sense of self-acceptance or pride, I get a feeling of self-pity and self-justification. He seems to be dying on the vine as a result of his own self-imposed musical isolation. Current Reviews of Ram Far Out Magazine You can trace everything from Britpop to pure jangle indie back to this record. What started as a piece of pure pop innovation would provide a sure footing for a host of other groups to spring from. There is no denying that Paul McCartney's Ram is a seminal moment in musical history. With the luxury of history, the album now sounds like a decades too early precursor to lo-fi indie with all the post-late 60s bombast stripped away. It's clearer than ever that this is one of the great magical experiences in rock. Paul McCartney's Ram is a domestic bliss album, one of the weirdest, earthiest, and most honest ever made. What 2012's ears can find is a rock icon inventing an approach to pop music that would eventually become someone else's indie pop. All music. This made Ram an object of scorn and derision upon its release, and for years afterwards, in fact. But in retrospect, it looks like nothing so much as the first indie pop album. At the time, the album was buried by the media, but now sounds forward-thinking and full of that buoyant pop imagination that the supremely talented Maka seems to effortlessly ooze. There is a steeliness of purpose evident. Ram works so well for many reasons. McCartney's voice is at or near its peak. Everything sounds completely effortless, including the performance on the throat-treading Monkberry Moon Delight. And the whole thing just feels so real. Maybe it's a measure of the times, but what people ragged on about Paul at the time was the good bloke, family man, simple things in life, not very rock and roll persona that are now seen as assets, and it brings us to Ram. 53rd and 3rd. Paul McCartney has rarely sounded more exuberant than he does on Ram. With Linda's emotional support, he found a way through the darkness occasioned by the collapse of the Beatles. On Ram, he sounds positively thrilled to embark on a new, independent musical adventure, as is evident in the unbridled energy he displays throughout the record and the blessed return of his sense of humor. His melodic gifts remain intact, he sings as well as he ever did, and he's still one hell of a bass player. You can trace everything from Britpop to pure jangle indie back to this record. Louder than war. Cool is the most overrated component of rock and roll. It blinds the fools and sends the insecure up grubby back alleys of music taste. These songs may not be self-styled major statements, but they are endearing and enduring, as is Ram itself, which seems like a more unique, exquisite pleasure with each passing year. The Quietus. It's a record of a man and woman unburdened, enjoying the happiest days of their lives. It wasn't trying to shift units or promote itself as real music. 
fact, Paul McCartney probably doesn't give a toss if you like it or not. But McCartney never was quite the sap of his reputation. Spectrum culture. It's clearer than ever that this is one of the great magical experiences in rock. The material dealing with the meaning of the most coveted Beatles' decision to settle down with the woman of his dreams is painted in the same grand sweeping strokes as Sgt. Pepper, Magical Mystery Tour, and the Abbey Road Medley. Symphonic pop that pines for transcendence.